0: Welcome to The Ride podcast by the Horse and Rider editorial team. The Ride takes you on a deep dive into the stories of horsemen and women who have inspired us for generations. I'm your host, Michaela Cox, and I will be taking you into the Horse and Rider vault to explore stories crafted by leading authors in horse and rider history to expand your understanding of the personalities that shaped this western horse life. This episode of The Ride is brought to you by SmartPak. SmartPaks are a simple, foolproof way to make sure your horse always gets the right supplements. All you have to do is choose the supplements that your horse needs and Pack will pack them in convenient, customized daily doses that make feeding time fast and easy. And packs aren't just easier for you, they're better for your horse too. Because they come in pre-measured doses, are clearly labeled, and sealed for freshness, there's never any doubt that your horse isn't getting the absolute best. Visit SmartPack.com or call 1-800-461-8898 to learn more about how SmartPack can help take great care of your horse today. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Ride Podcast. For this episode of the Ride, we are missing Chelsea Schaefer, but Nicole Cherico and I are going to go about telling you a little bit about this profile before I dive into it. This episode, I am reading you a profile on Linda Pirelli, which I think a lot of you will be interested in. And our senior editor, Jenny Forsberg-Meyer, has written this article once again, and I think you all will enjoy it as much as you have enjoyed all of the other articles.
1: Yeah, you know, the thing with the Pirellis is they're a household name no matter what discipline you do. If you do the English, if you do the Western, if you prefer to trail ride, or you know, just keep horses at home. It seems that everybody knows who the Pirellis are. They've been really influential with their training program and their, you know, their uh, groundwork exercises and games that they like to play with their horses. And it's helped a lot of people understand horses a little more.
0: Yeah. And although, you know, we haven't worked with the Pirellis a lot lately, I think that it's good to go back and read this profile because they are still relevant today. I mean you know, they're still working with horses and people are still doing the Pirelli program. So I think that, you know, a lot of the people who just own horses, especially will love this profile and learning a little bit about Linda. And, you know, she claims that she works more with the people, but I think that after reading this article, that she's really a great horsewoman as well.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, it takes a special person to to work with a horse and it takes a special person to work with people to tell them how to work with horses. So that's really important. And I think that's why her and Pat have done so well together is that Pat does a lot of the work with the horses, but then she's there to to help the people and teach them how they need to be doing stuff to get their horses, you know, listening and doing what they're doing. And um, yeah, and not not only are they, Pirelli still relevant and continuing to produce clinics and training content, but they have a lot of trainers that are certified through their program. So their methods are just, all over the place, and they're expanding, you know, because of their background and getting trainers certified to teach these things all over the country.
0: Yeah, and in this profile, Ginny talks about how um, Rainers and Eventers both use the Pirelli program, so, I mean, no matter your discipline, yeah, I mean... They're great to work with.
1: Not even just rainers or or eventers. They're some of the top people at the time that this profile was written. I mean, we're talking about the O'Connors who have just dominated the three-day eventing circuit. And then Jenny speaks with Craig Johnson, who is a million-dollar raining trainer and has won some of the biggest shows in the country. So these are uh, influential people in their disciplines that are, you know, taking these methods and applying them to their training.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, going from here, I think that I am ready to read this profile to you guys, and I hope that you guys enjoy it as much as Jenny enjoyed writing it, and I enjoy reading it. Talk about savvy. Linda Pirelli has brought a new level of intensity, some would say hype, to Pat Pirelli's teachings. Is she the best thing that could have happened to the Pirelli phenomenon? Or is the program now more hoopla than horsemanship? It's June of 2003 at Sacramento's Cal Expo Fairgrounds. Out in the arena, five horse and human pairs are a confusion of activity. Miniatures at the end of long leads bounce over jumps. bridleless horses of various breeds trot and lope about, spinning and circling through patterns, even bowing. Their riders sit in English or Western saddles or bareback. At the center of the action, a petite blonde with a dazzling smile guides a pinto mini over a series of barrels. Most of the eyes in the audience are on her. What is this, I wonder? The beginning of a Pirelli natural horsemanship seminar, as billed, or a three-ring, make-that-five-ring circus. I remind myself that, glitz aside, this is the program now linked with the brightest names at eventing, Olympic veterans David and Karen O'Connor, as well as reigning icon Craig Johnson, winner of multiple futurities and world championship titles. Could it be, I wonder, that this showiness is simply part of the natural evolution of the highly successful Pirelli program, which now reaches across the U.S. and into 10 foreign countries, generating millions of revenue? Or is it, as some would say, the handiwork of Linda Pirelli, Pat's wife, and an integral and highly visible part of the Pirelli formula since the early 90s? Who is Linda Pirelli anyway? And what exactly is her contribution to Pirelli natural horsemanship? For the benefit of all of you who are Pirelli devotees or are merely watching the Pirelli machine with interest, we decided to find out. Sizzle and substance. It's late morning and already hot when I arrive at the Cal Expo to interview the leading lady of natural horsemanship. I squint through my sunglasses at the Pirelli trailer a double-decker that's both transportation for 12 horses and living quarters for the Pirelli's equine location expert, or driver. Learn the secrets to success with horses, shouts the almost three-foot-high green letters across its side. Linda steps out of the trailer and walks to meet me. She's even better looking in person than she is in her promotional literature. With a shapely five six physique and fresh-scrubbed surfer girl air about her, She's at least a decade younger than her 44 years. She greets me with a friendly handshake. We escape to the air-conditioned coolness of the trailer and sit facing each other. In response to my questions, she begins to tell me how she met Pat Pirelli and became involved in his program. She repeatedly tells me how much she's learned from Pat and that she considers herself his student still. Whenever she explains something, she comes to the edge of the sofa, gesturing expressively with her hands. Her enthusiasm seems sincere and it's catching. Before our interview is over, I'll be playing horse and she'll be sitting on my back, demonstrating how it is that when a rider turns her head, a horse can feel the movement through the rider's seat bones. It's true. As I exit the trailer back into the blazing heat, I have a suspicion that my research has barely begun. I step into the main exhibit hall of the 2003 Western States Horse Expo and casually drop Linda's name as I yak with commercial exhibitors. I listen to complaints about the mega-theatrics of the Pirelli performances and tisk tisk about Linda's penchant for jumping bareback without a helmet. Yeah, all that's true, chimes in another booth staffer who's listening in. Still, my mare had all that Pirelli stuff on her when I bought her, and I have to tell you, it works. He goes on to detail about how his park quarter horse follows him at liberty, backs up with the wiggle of his finger and repositions herself as he grooms and saddles her, so that he rarely has to move his feet. She comes when I whistle, and I ride her with loose reins. It's a trust thing, going both ways, he adds earnestly. I make a mental note and move on. Clearly, there's something to this Pirelli stuff, showy or not. Linda is smack in the middle of it, and to understand her current and future role, I must understand where she's been the dressage rider, and the cowboy. Horses and teaching have always been passions for Linda Pirelli. Born Linda Suzanne Patterson in Singapore in 1959, riding lessons came at age 9, her first pony at 12, after she and her family moved to Australia. She continued riding, mostly over fences, all through her teens. After graduating from high school, she attended university for 18 months with the goal of becoming a teacher. But she found the curriculum unappealing. Linda is a natural teacher, and all they had to offer were traditional teaching methods, says Yvonne Wilcox, Linda's sister, and the Pirelli's art director. She became frustrated. At about the same time, she was also becoming intrigued by the effectiveness of a skincare product she was using. Determined to work for the company that produced it, she offered to do anything, even type. Once in the door, she began suggesting better ways to teach consumers how to use the line of products. And eventually became the company's education director, developing learning materials and conducting classes for skincare professionals. I was fascinated with the learning process in the human psyche and became a learnaholic myself, Linda recalls. I studied various accelerated learning methods, including neurolinguistic programming, the study of how the mind and language affect behavior. My personality was part of it too. My classes were fun and proactive. In her horse life, meanwhile, she was running into serious problems with Riaglo, a hot thoroughbred she'd acquired. The 16-1 hand gilding was nearly impossible to control. He reared, bolted, and was afraid of everything, Linda relates. I wanted to event him, but turned to dressage out of necessity. I tried every bit, noseband, martingale, and draw rain imaginable. They knew me by name at the tax store. Nothing worked. So I became an avoidaholic. I simply didn't ask him to do anything that scared him, and that included cantering. As she struggled with Riaglo, she began winning in the dressage arena with her other gilding, Siren, an ex-racehorse with somewhat less difficult control problems. Still, she was troubled by the resistance and unhappiness she saw among upper-level dressage horses, including her own. After Riaglo broke her nose and friends urged her to sell or destroy him, She turned in desperation to a clinic given by a cowboy from America in September of 1989. I figured if he could stop his horse without a bridle, she says, recalling the Pat Pirelli videotape she saw playing in the tax store one day, he could help me stop Briaglo with one. At the clinic, Linda was stumped by the first assignment, the friendly game. Every time she tried to swing the lead rope over her horse's back, he'd explode. Eventually, Pat came by and said, keep going, you're doing great. I've never seen this take longer than two days, and it was a one-day clinic, Linda says, rolling her eyes. Still, the encouragement worked. My attitude changed, she explains. I looked at my horse and said, well, Riaglo, it's me and you for two days. Once I relaxed and decided it was okay if it took two days, my horse changed. He went from being right-brained, emotional, instinctual, to left, thinking. He looked at me, lowered his head, and licked his lips. At that point, I threw the lead rope right over him, and then again, and again. It was a watershed. I hadn't realized how little patience I'd had with my horses before that, she says, recalling Pat's observations about a horse's defensive prey mentality. If something didn't happen within 30 seconds, I'd get after my horse about it. I'd realized to my horror that I'd been Riaglo's own personal predator. Later that day, after she'd ridden her horse with only a halter, She went home a born-again horse person, she says. Later still, when friends marveled at the change in Riaglo and demanded to know how she'd done it, Linda told them it wasn't what she'd done to her horse, but how she'd changed. Your horse is a mirror, she explains, noting that what you project is what you'll see in him. Pat put the fun back into horses for me, she adds, and fun requires confidence. An eager scribe, when the cowboy returned to the U.S. after his Sydney clinic, Linda bought his video and some equipment and continued to progress, despite the ridicule and criticism of my writing friends. When she'd run into a problem that stumped her, she'd call Pat, scribbling his thoughts down on paper. Those notes turned into 20-type pages of philosophy and how-to instruction, which, over time, became the manuals and pocket booklets for the first three levels, partnership, harmony, and refinement of the Pirelli Natural Horsemanship Savvy System. There were similarities between what Pat was doing at his clinics and what I was doing in my skincare classes, observes Linda today. The woman I worked for, Ella Boucher, was the Pat Pirelli of skincare. She wasn't selling hope in a jar. It really worked, but you had to know how to use it. We taught skincare professionals how to teach clients to read their own situations in order to know how to best use the product. Pat was saying some of the same things to his students that I was saying to mine. I told him, you need a manual. In 1993, Linda relocated to the States, and in 1995, she and Pat were married. With a three-horse trailer and a motorhome, they gave clinics throughout the western states and Canada, traveling north in the summer and south in the winter. They soon found their students needed more than 20 pages of photocopied notes, says Yvonne, and that's when they refined the system to teach the levels in a step-by-step, easier-to-follow fashion. Today, the Pirelli system is the only complete, widely used, at-home horsemanship curriculum of its kind. Training and certifying Pirelli instructors was also Linda's idea. I already had experience training instructors through the skin care program, so it seemed the logical next step, she explains. As the training network expanded, the Pirelli method reached farther around the globe. Today, there are 150 certified Pirelli natural horsemanship instructors, and official distributors of the program in Australia, Austria, Canada, Denmark, France, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, Switzerland, and the United Kingdom. Two instructional centers, one at the Pirelli's original ranch home in Pagosa Springs, Colorado, and a second at their new place on Miracle Mile, so named for its exclusivity in Ocala, Florida, offers courses with Pat, Linda, and top-level certified instructors. The Colorado Center has recently been fully accredited by the Colorado Department of Higher Education as an occupational school. Just fun and games. Though there are now countless thousands of Pirelli enthusiasts, there are also detractors. For some, the flashiness and old-time revival feel of the public seminars are too hokey. I saw Pat years ago in Sacramento and later in Albuquerque, and he was great, no theatrics, just horse sense, relates one veteran trainer. Now his shows have become shows, ridiculous to true horsemen and awesome to the John Q public. He still has the horsemanship in there somewhere, but he's selling oohs and ahs, and that's not how he originally started. But people want to have fun, counters Linda, since we've added the inspirational, motivational stuff to the seminars, we've been drawing more people. Part of the showiness is Jeff Pat. He's a high-energy person who hated school and found it hard to sit still. He vowed that if he ever was in the position to teach, his students would have fun. Some people think you can't be serious if you're having so much fun, but they're wrong. David and Karen O'Connor, who've linked with the Pirellis to bring natural horsemanship to the competitive sport horse world, agree on this point. You have to get beyond the entertainment, says Karen. The beauty of the Pirelli system is that everything's broken down. It's not the only way to become a horseman, but it streamlines the process. When David and I met the Pirellis, we realized there were similarities between what they were doing and what we'd been doing with our horses for a long time. They've just made it easy for anyone, at any level, to learn. If people can't get beyond the entertainment, they miss out on a lot of wonderful stuff. Apart from the theatrics, the system's playful games and extensive groundwork are also off-putting to many experienced equestrians. I could make a bunch of money with a 900 number, jokes one all-around trainer. My secret to success with horses could be just two words, get on. But Linda points to the method behind the groundwork madness. Most riders are at least a little bit afraid, she observes. We start them on the ground so they can develop the skills and the relationship with their horse that they'll need to be successful astride. Then they can easily transfer those skills to riding. I myself was fearless as a child, but Riago taught me about fear. The seven games are a safe, effective way to calm an excitable horse while maintaining your own safety and confidence. Olympic gold medalist David O'Connor likes the games for the way they strengthen the horse-human connection. The art of riding is all about communication, he says in the O'Connor Pirelli videotape, The Future of Training and Eventing. We must first develop a language with which to communicate, then develop our riding skills, and then compete, in that order. The games help teach your horse to look at you and say, what, meaning, what do you want me to do? And then you can say, that. About both Pirelli's penchant for jumping without a safety helmet, a sore point, especially for English trainers and instructors, Linda is resolute. I hate wearing a helmet, she says emphatically. It disorients me and interferes with my perception. I never tell someone else not to wear one, though. And whenever a small kid asks why I'm not wearing one, I say that I always did when I was your age. Pat and I are pro-choice on helmets, but we believe it's what's in your head, not on it, that keeps you safe. Riding Dynamics Though Linda stresses her contributions to the Pirelli formula have been on the people developmental side, not in horsemanship, many would dispute this. Linda's expertise is in teaching riders how to use their bodies, says Craig Johnson, winner of nearly three-quarters of a million dollars in National Raining Horse Association events. She shows you how to get out of your horse's way, then how to influence him. She studied how your position affects everything. Certain aspects of traditional horsemanship, such as heels down and toes in, back arch, chin up, and chest out, aren't functional, he adds, because they lock the rider into position. Linda's goal is to get you to float with your horse which makes it easier and more comfortable for the horse to do what you ask of him. Karen O'Connor agrees. Linda's great on getting a rider's thoughts to flow from the mind through the body and into the horse without what she calls noise or interference, she says. She's keenly aware of body language and her concept of fluidity flowing with the horse really is wonderful. Karen Rolfe, an upper-level dressage enthusiast from Long Island, New York, says she's made dramatic improvements in her own riding following Linda's techniques. She gets you to ride with relaxation and feel, Karen says. I'm an advanced rider, and I still found points of tension I didn't even know were there. It's so wonderful to have permission to release that tension, to move, and to play. Her cantering with your arms exercise really works. I found new levels of lightness and responsiveness with my horses. The future of training? The Pirelli's program is now expanding toward both ends of the expertise scale. Pat, the self-proclaimed king of backyarders, has opened all Pirelli public seminars to 4-H members and club leaders free of charge. At the other end of the spectrum are the professional collaborators with show ring superstars like the O'Connors and Craig Johnson. We want to take natural horsemanship into the competitive western horse world and develop some thoughts that will help reigning competitors especially," says Craig of his involvement with the Pirelli program. The Pirellis do such a beautiful job teaching people how to teach their horses. They call that the cake and now we're working on the icing, upper-level competitive stuff. As an example of what's in store, Craig points to the circling game. We'll be using it on the lunge line and at Liberty to encourage a horse to take responsibility for maneuvers, he explains. Ultimately, we want to be able to start a horse on a turnaround, for example, and then be able to drop rein contact and have the horse follow through on his own. The possibilities are intriguing. Linda, of course, will be central to the development of the new learning materials, especially for the English disciplines. Will the seminars introducing the competitive-level curriculum be as flashy as traditional Pirelli shows? That remains to be seen. Even if they are, they're likely to attract some serious attention, in addition to wide-eyed gawking. That's because, as David O'Connor points out in The Future of Training and Eventing, the showmanship is not the point. The interesting thing about the Pirellis, he says with conviction, is that they're tremendous horsemen. And this episode's Horse of the Week is brought to you by A Home for Every Horse. A Home for Every Horse was created in 2011 and result to a partnership between the Equine Network, the nation's leading publisher of equine-related content, and the American Horse Council's United Horse Coalition. The program provides resources for 501c3 horse organizations. Visit ahomeforeveryhorse.com for more information. This week's horse is Apache, and he is a super cute POA gilding. He's around 12 to 13 years old. He would be perfect for a confident, advanced beginner rider. He does have a pretty rough background, though, so he has some trust issues. His current owner has been working with him to overcome those trust issues, but I think that somebody willing to work with him would be you know, he'd be suitable for just about anything you wanted him to do. And even, you know, if you wanted him for a companion. Yeah. And um,
1: I think this is actually pretty relevant with the profile that you read today because he's in training with a natural horsemanship trainer. So he's learning a lot of the things that you probably just got done talking about. And um, that's going to help him with his trust issues and help him build some confidence. But like you said, he does have a little bit of a history. You know, they found him in a kill pen um, he was going to go to slaughter, but they rescued him. Uh, he was in pretty bad shape when they got him pretty thin and, and, uh, pretty cut up. But, um, looking at these new photos, he's extremely healthy. You know, he has all that weight on him and he is, uh, an Appaloosa. So he's got lots of color too. So if you are a fan of the more colorful breeds, like the paints and the
0: Appies, uh, this might be a great horse for you. Yeah, and they said that he received his name in honor of the Apache's renowned strength, endurance, and warrior spirits. So, you know, he's a fighter and willing to do whatever you want him to do. Um, You know, if you're interested in Apache, be sure to check out com. Go to adoptable horses That will lead you to equine.com, or you can search for Apache. He's located in Liberty, North Carolina. So, you know, if you're... On the East Coast and interested in Apache, be sure to go take a look at him.
1: Yeah, and we we want to know if you do rescue a horse, especially one that we featured on our podcast. So be sure to uh, let us know if you did find your next four-legged friend through our podcast by sending us an email at horseandrider@amedia.com. at aimedia com. We love hearing from you guys. So whenever you have a comment or suggestion give
0: us an email like we love to hear what you guys have to say for sure and we just want to know that apache gets adopted because he deserves a forever home we would like to once again thank smart pack for bringing you this episode of the ride for more information on smart pack visit smartpack.com or call 1-800-461-8898 thank you guys for tuning into the ride podcast we hope that you enjoyed this profile As always, remember to go subscribe so you get a notification every time we release a new episode. While you're there, why don't you give us a rating? We want to know how we're doing, and this also helps other listeners find us. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. See you next time.